Hello and welcome to Tinker Talks. My name is Mark Hybers. I am your host for this audio format podcast about all things Tinker. Join us twice a month as we get a look at what goes on behind the fence of one of the Air Force's largest bases and Oklahoma's largest single-side employer. And speaking of employment, today we are joined by our guest, Mr. Bob Amundsen. Uh, he is the civil civilian, I keep going to civil, civilian personnel officer. Uh, so, sir, good afternoon to you and thanks for joining us today. Um, if you would, uh, please give us kind of the, the 200 word or less breakdown about who you are and how you got to this position. Sure. So I'm prior military, uh, I had some experience in, in criminal investigations and uh, uh, chief of education and training at Altus Air Force Base uh, when I retired. Uh, when I l retired from the military, I went into police work for several years, uh, working for the uh, city of Dell City, and then ultimately I got picked up as a uh, fraud workers' comp fraud investigator for the state of Oklahoma. And during that time, as a fraud investigator with the state of Oklahoma, I got called from Tinker Air Force Base offering me an opportunity to come out here and apply those type of skills here at Tinker doing similar type work. Uh, since I've been at Tinker, uh, I've actually had several uh, human resource roles and responsibilities and ultimately until I landed in my current position as a civilian personnel officer back in 2013. Awesome. Now I, I know we had been talking a little bit here before we started up and we're talking about how those two worlds combine. So maybe you could just tell us that again about how those two career fields really overlap. Well, I think it depends on the perspective of view that you've come from. I think in, in, as an investigator, as well as an HR specialist, a lot of times I spend a lot of my time uh, solving problems, looking at different issues and trying to come up with resolutions, uh, whether it's going to be a pay issue or a records issue with somebody's record, or we could have something that's going on that might impact somebody's uh, records, their pay, their leave, those type of things. So I think it, you really have to have some strong analytical skills to be able to go back and look at those different things, try to come up with a solution. Sometimes you can come up with a solution, sometimes you've got to have a, a, an option to take a look at multiple different options that may be available to fix a problem. Gotcha. Awesome. Awesome. So mm -hmm. now let's jump right into really the good stuff and that's getting hired. Uh, people are always wanting to know how they can get a job out here at Tinker. Applying for government jobs isn't quite just to submit an application and, and receive a response. It's a lot more involved with that, uh, include an open-ended time framing. Uh, so maybe you can just kind of break down the, that process for us a little bit. Sure. I think the first thing that I would probably say is if you're looking for a job uh, with the federal government and particularly the Air Force is make sure you have a good resume that captures all of your experience. Uh, that I'm talking about your knowledge, your skills, your abilities, education, and those experiences that you think are going to be relevant to the position that you've got. More importantly, be honest on your resume because as your resume is being evaluated by our staffing specialists, what they're going to be looking at is they're going to take a look at your knowledge, skills, and abilities and making sure they're accurately bumping up or matching up against the skill sets we're looking for based on the job announcements that are being put out there. Uh, also, I would tell you, find a position that you're interested in and passionate about that makes you come to work each day because that's where the rewarding experience is going to be. Right. Uh, I also recommend don't apply for just one position. Apply for everything that you think you're qualified for. It's always uh, nice to be in a position where you can turn around and have multiple competing offers that might be awaiting for you out here as well. I uh, have a lot of folks that will voice their frustration that they apply for one job and then they wait. And then when they find out that they didn't make the cut on that position, then they go out and apply for another one. Or they may have actually missed the opportunity to apply for other positions as well. So I always recommend apply for everything else that you can. And then I also tell you that uh, understand the traditional hiring process takes time. Uh, what people don't understand is when an announcement is posted out for the traditional hiring on USA Jobs, 
people go out to apply, they have to take a questionnaire. Sometimes the questionnaire will weed out people from being pushed forward to the next uh, part of the process. Mm -hmm. uh, in some cases, they don't understand that uh, if there's a job announcement out there, we could have, in some cases, up to 500 resumes submitted for one job posting. And each one of those resumes that's submitted has to be reviewed by a staffing specialist who has to go back and determine, does this individual have the minimum qualifications and standards we're looking for? And then more importantly is, uh, we have to go out there and there's some other hiring responsibilities like veterans preference that has to be taken in consideration. Mm. So then the staffing specialist will then will wrap up all of those uh, resumes that uh, make it to the cuts, so to speak. Then those resumes are sent out to the hiring official who in the term may go back and either decide to go ahead and interview individuals they may decide that they're going to have to go ahead and just do a resume-based uh, uh, selection based on that issue there. Or they may turn around and they may turn around and decide to have an interview process where they're using a, uh, a matrix to identify who their best qualified candidates are before right. they actually move forward and make a selection. All right. So there's a, there is a whole lot that goes into this. There is. Um, and we had talked a little bit about you can submit, you can upload um, many different resume styles, but USA Jobs does give you a, a resume builder. And could you, could you talk about that a little bit? That is correct. So uh, I've spoken with our staffing folks many times about this issue, and there are a lot of resume-based uh, programs out there that people will turn around and entice you to use. I know in the private sector there's a lot of uh, individuals where they would encourage using a one- or two-page resume. Uh, I have found that folks that will actually use the USA Jobs Resume Builder are more successful in the sense that they're identifying uh, everything that the staffing specialists are looking for. For example, if you give me a resume and you don't indicate that you're willing to work 40 hours a week or full-time, that is a question that you have to answer on the USA Resume Builder, so therefore that meets that criteria. Right. It also ensures that as you go through the different components of the Resume Builder, it's identifying all of the unique characteristics of the job, education, training, uh, the 52 weeks of qualifying experience which may be required where in a standard resume you may not actually capture all that information and could arbitrarily be eliminated from a selection process right boy you'd sure hate to lose a good opportunity just over missing something so so small like that yes um, so what would you tell someone who is looking to pursue a career with the federal government like what kind of opportunities and benefits are available out here so first I will tell you that here at Tinker Air Force Base, we lose about 50 to 60 people a month just due to attrition. A lot of people retiring, moving on, transferring with other jobs. So there's a lot of opportunities that are available. What I would tell you probably with the benefits of working for the federal government is not only the leave entitlements. You get a certain amount of leave based on the years of service. If you're military and you have some prior military service, you might even be able to be eligible for some additional leave benefits based on your service comp date with the military. Uh, promotional opportunities with the sheer number of attrition uh, that we will see from month to month. Uh, there's opportunities for advancement not only laterally but also for career broadening opportunities as well. Right. Uh, we also talk about not only career broadening, we also have the opportunity for people that want to travel can certainly go over because the Air Force does have a, a large footprint overseas with a lot of the different bases that they have. Uh, educational opportunities is another one. Uh, I would tell you that there's many opportunities for you to go to school and use CTAP money uh, depending on the type of field that you're going into. In some areas, they're even willing to pay for your master's degree. Uh, wow. So you can certainly walk away with a master's degree with no student loans, which seem to be uh, one of the things that prevents a lot of individuals from going to school. Uh, I also tell you that as a civilian employee here at Tinker, you can use all of the on-base facilities, uh, childcare, golf, uh, bowling alleys, those type of facilities, as well as we have an outstanding retirement program, thrift savings plan, where we match up to 5% of your money. 
And then we also have low-cost uh, health and, and life insurance that's available as well. And those are just a, a tip of the iceberg of the things that are available uh, with regards to benefits. Right. It's huge. And you get an opportunity to serve. You know? That is correct. Yeah. And, and you, it's interesting you bring that up because there are a lot of folks that we hire that find either that they're former military or they find that service is, is part of the issue. They know they're going to get the pay, they're going to get the benefits and things of that nature. But they want to be part of something bigger. And part of that bigger is, again, we're the largest single-site employer in the state of Oklahoma. And I guarantee if you go out there and talk to a lot of folks, we have people that uh, know somebody that works at Tinker or have a family member at Tinker. Uh, we also have people that commute close to 100 miles a day just to get here to work because this is the, the best job in town. Right. I think, uh, I think I'd heard a statistic that we, we have people here from 37 of the 77 counties that would probably Oklahoma. be pretty close 37 to 40 it fluctuates but that's that's pretty incredible it says uh, a lot about this base interesting, interesting fact a gentleman that just worked for me that just retired used to commute 71 miles every day each one way, way. Yes. wow that's a long way to come to work that says a lot about this place and you and the organization and, and i will say for me from a personal standpoint i know this sounds really strange and uh, but I just told somebody yesterday, as a matter of fact, we were talking about my job out here and what I do. And I still, I, I really have a big sense of service. I was active duty. I was reserve. I love serving. And there isn't a single day I drive onto this base and I'm driving by the flight line that I don't feel some sort of strange giddiness about how excited I still am every day to come be around that environment. It's, True. It's very nice. And I also think that there's an opportunity for those people that are not able to serve in the military. This is a way for them to serve sure and, still, and still be part of the bigger picture. You are a big A airman. Yes. That is, that is a fact. Um, so who is Tinker looking to hire? We hear a lot about STEM, 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 which is great. Um, that's a huge career field, but there are other career fields and job openings here, correct? There are. So what we do here in the civilian personnel office is every two years, or I'm sorry, every year we put together what we call a two-year hiring forecast, and, and I'll provide a copy of it for you. And what this hiring forecast is, is, it's really a snapshot of what our customers, our organizations are saying, these are the type of people that we're looking at hiring over the next two years. We go through and we do this uh, updated annually, but we also go back and do a biannual update just to make sure that we haven't missed some workload that has come up or workload that's dropped off. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you right now, just looking at my hiring forecast, we're hiring individuals to be firefighters, police officers. Uh, we have many positions open in program and management analysts. Uh, the medical field is always hiring. Financial is another area. Uh, attorneys, contract specialists, IT personnel, inventory management, we have a very robust student trainee program where we hire a lot of individuals that are going to school, working on their degrees, mm -hmm. having them get out here so they get some real life experience in the workplace so that they can be outplaced when they're uh, graduating from the, the respective college or university. Uh, and then also we're hiring a lot of folks in the, uh, in the aircraft industry, our A&P mechanics, uh, where, which we target a lot of our uh, college, universities, and our career techs to get a lot of that trained workforce, as well as our uh, other companies out there that we uh, are competitors with but sheet metal, aircraft electricians, material handler and expediters, and aircraft engine mechanics are just a few. So we do have a wide range of duty jobs that are available out here, but I would even go further to say the Air Force has probably got a job uh, specialty out there that would probably just about fit anything that somebody would be interested in getting into. Wow, that's awesome. So even, even if you're not interested in, in STEM, there's a ton of opportunities waiting for people out here. There is. Um, so speaking of opportunities and, and trying to get in the the, the door here. 
Do we have any initiatives currently in place to compete with the external organizations who pick from the same talent pool? Because that talent pool is only so big and we're in some pretty strong competition against external organizations. Correct. So one of the things that Congress has given us the opportunity to use is we have what we call direct hire authority. Mm -hmm. And direct hire authority has been extended to 2025. And what that really is, is it, it applies to our folks that are in the OCALC, the complex right now. And what it does is it really gives me the opportunity for the most part just to go out there and grab a resume from an individual. And if that individual is qualified for a vacancy I have, we simply drop a request for personnel action and pick that individual up. And it helps speed up the entire hiring process. Uh, as the Air Force and as DOD is moving along, we're starting to see uh, a gen uh, general push to try to get that direct hiring authority for more and more specialties across the Air Force. The traditional USA Jobs process is a very lengthy process. And what we have found out is that while it's a very good process, it's not able to keep up with the demands that we have here at Tinker and, and probably with the Air Force wide. So this gives us a great opportunity to use that direct hire authority to go out there and hire people a lot faster. And it, right now, under Art of the Possible, it's all about getting people on, getting them in to fill those vacant positions, and uh, getting people from off the street and into a position as quickly as possible. Right, that's incredible. And uh, because we do have, there are some positions out here that when they're not filled, that's a pretty critical, critical gap. I mean, we there's just from all the things we do, but keeping airplanes moving through and, and being fixed and parts flows and um, that that is correct. We don't have a ton of time to wait on those things. Um, so your responsibilities and personnel for an installation with more than 30,000 people, and I don't think you service quite that many, but um, it is extensive. So your lane is, is, is wide and it goes beyond the hiring process. What are some other key parts to your job? So I come to work every morning thinking that I'm in the business that we would like to be that uh, recruitment to retirement. Uh, facet of the civilian employee's career. Right. Uh, on one end, we're actually working on recruiting individuals, making sure that we're identifying hiring needs with our respective uh, customers and making sure we're getting out there and we're recruiting the right person for the right job at the right time. And that's always a challenge because our hiring needs and, and things change uh, quite frequently. That's one aspect of it. The other thing is, is that what we want to make sure we're doing is we're working with employees uh, when they have issues that are affecting their day-to-day -day lives. Mm -hmm. I want folks to be able to come to work and focus on what they're hired to do, and that's to work on the aircraft or, or whatever process or program that they're resolved on. If they have payroll issues, if they have something going on that's involving their, their personnel records that could lead to payroll, um, service computation date, retirement problems, those are the type of things that my office gets involved with so that we can go back and, and do a deeper dive and work with the respective agencies on base to make sure we're fixing those things so that people don't have to worry about those things right. when they come to work. The other thing we take a look at is we provide a lot of management advisory services. We have supervisors and in some cases employees that will come to us and say, I've got a problem. And what we do is we sit down and we explore what options are available for that individual. What can we do? What can't we do? So what we try to do is we try to help managers and employees facilitate through those issues and work through or come up with a resolution for that problem. Okay, awesome. Um, I also will tell you too that uh, we basically work extensively with uh, AFSC, AFMC, and then AFPC whenever they're putting out policy guidance that we want to make sure that we're putting that policy guidance out to the respective workforce so that they understand those type of policy changes that are going to be coming down. For example, if the Air Force was coming out with a policy change that affected retirement, right. it would be extremely important to make sure that we communicate that message out so that individuals have a greater understanding of how a change in retirement plans is going to affect them down the road. 
Right. Uh, and, and unfortunately, people are not informed about that. A lot of times, they may miss the mark and not make the proper planning for uh, retirement execution. And policies themselves probably require a lot of time. They a, do. They these do. things change a lot, and with an organization this large, uh, even in outside of Tinker Air Force Base, I mean, you're talking about a massive organization as far as government, government employees. Um, would you say that you consider this to be a, a rewarding career? In what keeps you coming back here every day for for so many years and serving with us, such a big smile? And I think the challenge. I like the challenge of being able to come into work. Uh, this is not one of those type of jobs, what I would call wash, rinse, and repeat. It's a repetitive type job that you do day in, day out. Mm -hmm. Every day when I walk in the door, I'm expecting a challenge to be thrown at me. Uh, you, you never know what that challenge will be. It could be a payroll issue. It could be uh, working with a family member that just lost a family member and, and helping them with benefits. It could be trying to resolve a, a payroll issue that's impacting a brand new employee who may have left their job and is now three or four weeks out from getting their first paycheck and, and we're trying to get that resolved because they have families that have to be taken care of. Uh, it could be working with a, an employee to get uh, health benefits resolved because maybe they have a family member that has a serious medical condition. Or it could be something simply as, hey, I've got a problem or I'm looking for some guidance and what do I need to do? I think it's really just the challenge, as well as the people, the relationships that I've been able to build up over the last couple of years. Um, the other challenge we have right now is we're looking at a lot of art of the possible. Uh, we're involved in a lot of issues right now with our hiring processes. Right. Um, we, we're, we're doing an extremely good job at hiring, but we want to do it faster. We want to do it better. Uh, we've got this 80-day hiring model out there that we're trying to shoot for. But I don't think 80 days will be the, the model in the future. I think it'll be 70 days or 60 days or even 50 days. So we're constantly making improvements in our processes to make sure that we're getting out there and hiring people as fast as we can, but more importantly, hiring the right person. Right. Awesome. That is incredible. And you, you certainly are entrenching your name when it comes to civilian personnel. You know, when, when the, the two kind of go hand in hand, when you talk civilian personnel, your name always seems to come up. So. You're doing great things with this organization, and uh, I know a lot of people out there really look up and respect everything that you're doing. So thank you for joining us on this episode of Tinker Talks. I do appreciate you taking the time out of your day. Uh, and that's going to do it for this episode of Tinker Talks. Please remember to subscribe and download, and more importantly, rate our podcast. Uh, let us know what we're doing, how we're doing it, and what you'd like to hear maybe in the future. Also, don't forget to like us on Facebook and Instagram at Tinker Air Force Base and on Twitter that you can find us there at team underscore tinker. Also remember to check out our revamped and refreshed webpage at www.tinker.af.mil. And until next time, you have a great day and a great week.